to like the same thing as everyone else wow. because everyone's talking about it no you fucking don't nope like there, there are many things people love captain marvel andrew hates it yes he's that's 100 true he's he's one of those yep and so what like i i just always say so what if someone tells me they don't like something i'm like ah, okay move on i'll talk about it with people who i think will enjoy whatever the fuck zach snyder how do you feel about him Exactly. I think the man's a genius, and we I differ mean, on that, and that's okay. The article that you tagged me yeah, is go on. such ridiculous and such trash. It made me realize that you did not listen to the Business Wars episodes with DC and Marvel that I sent you. <laughs> I did listen I to like, it. Look at this. Look at I this did listen you to did it. Not, I, I, no, did, I just disagree. There's six of them. I listened to one of them. Yes. And I, dis- <laughs> I disagree with that they one. They didn't get to the movie yet. Because, of course, okay, fine, whatever, whatever, whatever. whatever. Side is a genius. Go so on. So we're, we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> Is the movie Us, the reaction to it, um, also Love, Death, and Robots from Netflix, Yes, and Triple Frontier, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure you did not watch just nope. by looking at you right now. No, I did not. So <laughs> I did not watch Triple Frontier. Because all I want for you for Triple Frontier is for us to build our team of people who we would go on a heist with to rob a South American Oh, I already team. know that, yeah. Like, and you have to pick four other people. Like, you have to get on a plane, fly to them, and be like... Yo, I need you. I need you, and I need you. Okay. And see you. Th- see who they'll hold it. I know exactly who I'd pick. Good. We're gonna get to that. Later. I know exactly. But first, I'd we're gonna start with us. So, us is the Jordan Peele movie. Um, if you watch Key and Peele, if you watch Get mm-hmm. Out, I think you have like kind of, kind of an idea of where his films are gonna go, where his work is gonna go, because there there's a lot of um, tones in Key and Peele and the stuff that Jordan Peele wrote and directed that you could see in Get Out and in Us. And watching us, like, for me, I enjoyed the movie. It was a fun time at the movies Mm. because it had jokes and it had thrills. I wouldn't say it was necessarily scary, Mm -hmm. but part of the thing that I enjoyed about it is, like, you can have horror and have, like, a little bit of comedy in it. And I wouldn't even consider it necessarily horror because someone gets stabbed in the neck. Do we call that a horror? It's horrible in real life. But in the context of a movie, you're like, this could be classified as a thriller. Do you know how far you got to go now to scare niggas? Because I think horror has been so well done in the past, but we've become, because of Martin Scorsese and like Quentin Tarantino, I think we're so desensitized to blood and murder and yeah, violence yeah. now that to do horror, like, you got to do some fucked up shit now the, for me to be like, <gasps> the last I mean? time I was scared, and I don't even think I get scared watching the movies. Like when I stop watching, it's like, okay, this is fucked up. Right. Like was after I watched Hereditary, I was like, see, I shouldn't have watched that shit. What, what kind of devil uh, shit that is? You want you watch a oh, well, oh, well, well, see, see, all right. See, here's the thing: religious shit scares me. 
But if you just cut niggas off, like it, uh, like, not it, and like these movies, dun, dun, I'm like, all right, yeah, I jumped because of the loud fucking noise. I'm not scared. But Stigmata and like the exorcism of Emily Rose, mm-hmm. shit like that, where like Christ is involved, and they like, do it. Like, I'm getting goosebumps now. Like, the minute you start calling Jesus' name and See? shit, this is, you'd be like, I'm See? like, all right. The same shit. This is my old lady. <laughs> yeah, talking. exactly. I should have yeah. gone to church. I should have fucking gone to church. Conditioning has me afraid. It's not necessarily that yes. you're scaring me, it's the yes. conditioning. Yeah, so so us, I think, wouldn't, at least in my mind, doesn't classify as a horror movie, though it has a lot of horror movie tropes. Didn't they call it a psychological thriller? Psychological thriller. Yeah, I, okay. I would go yeah. with that. And why I went through some parts of why I enjoyed it, like the humor in it, um, the thrilling nature of it. But I think, like, the message behind us is important because it's the second time Jordan Peele has decided to pair some kind of social commentary mm. with... Um, with thriller, psychological thrillers, or mm. horror, whatever you want to call it. And for this one, for us, it was a commentary about capitalism mm. and about how people who live at a, with a certain privilege, um, how they react to the world, and they have no idea. They have no awareness. They can't relate mm. to people who come from somewhere other than them. Mm. And they don't understand the anger that people, quote-unquote, from below would have. So if you've even seen the trailer for us, you've seen, like, there's a, a double of Lupita Nyong'o and her family and you see in um, the original and you see the fear in their eyes as it's built around a home invasion. But the movie expands into so much more than that. But what do you think about just the idea that someone made, um, I guess, some kind of pop culture relevant film that tries to be a part of like a monoculture where it's basically saying to you that you sitting in this theater, you live in a kind of privilege that people who don't watch this movie will never have. There are people who don't see the sunlight mm. the same as you, who don't like have air conditioning mm. everywhere they go like you. And it's a it's and they are human just like you, and it's basically half the population. Well, I, I mean, well, there's two parts to this. Well, one, I appreciate what Jordan Peele is doing because I think, and this is a horrible pun, but I feel he really is like us. But I say us, I mean like 10th year seniors, the guys in 10th year seniors. He's just like me, you, and now. I feel like if we were to make a movie, we'd do it like that. Because his movies are very easy to write. Mm-hmm. It's just that the commentary is making... He doesn't force it, pause down your throat. I feel like, if, for example, if you look at Tarantino movies, like with the Django, that was a little bit on the nose. Amazing movie. Or mm-hmm. uh, the way like Black Panther ended, you can, you can see the social commentary. You're like, yeah, I want to live on my knees or whatever you say with my ancestors, yeah, yeah. whatever the quote was. So it's kind of like, yeah, boom, blackness. Quentin Terry was like, yeah, boom, slave killer white people. <laughs> boom, black. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but with like Get Out, I didn't feel like he was forcing it down my throat. Yeah. You pause, have to figure pause, it out. Pause, pause sorry. Yeah. You have to figure that out for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, you're like, holy shit, this is how. I like when there's nuance to it. I like when there's comedy thrown into it. I like when it's where they don't say the stupid. Like, and I'm glad that, like, yeah, sometimes in life, you gotta get out. Oh, when they say the, the right, name you know movie. what I mean. I like so. Okay, I just want to say that when you get to Triple Frontier, I wish they said Triple Frontier because <laughs> I really enjoy that in bad movies. Whenever there's a bad movie and it involves saying the, the name of the movie, that's just like that's. But see, shit. the movie has to be self aware enough to, to know that it's bad. Right. You know what I mean? So, so, so even in this, you were talking about his writing. Like he, there's a lot of exposition in this movie where he tries to explain it in a scary way through uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character, Red, mm. the one who was underground in the red jumpsuit mm. with the scissors. So she has a, the duty of explaining basically the plot of the movie or the reasons why shit is happening. And that part kind of slowed me. I was like, eh, I wish you did it a different way mm. instead of having someone sit down and say it so much. But other than that, I think that the movie achieved everything that it wanted to. The audience who I watched it with really enjoyed it. 
Of course. Like, oh, shout out to you for your food selection. Amazing. Two hot dogs, pizza. I saw you. I saw you. I was like, all right, this nigga's, this nigga's out here. This nigga's out here. <laughs> if it fits your macros, bro. I don't even know if I could eat all of that. Because typically I get pizza, nachos, hot oh, dogs. Oh, no, no. I didn't eat all that. No, oh, no, no. I didn't eat all that. No, 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 no. I was with my road dog, Shari. Who, okay, okay. She said some of the most amazing quotes during the movie. <laughs> One, see, this is the same type fuck. That's what she said. It was like her and two other guys behind me watching Get Out. And they was like, stab the bitch. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's fun to be with it, like with behaviors in movies. It is fun sometimes. No, no, no. But I had to do the half turn a couple times. Yeah, the like, half turn hey, before hey, the... Hey, no, no, no. It was early in the movie. Because okay. if it was late in the movie, then I was I was going to do the whole full stand-up. Because yeah. like, it's $25 to watch IMAX. Shut the fuck up. At Fusion. Yeah. So, nigga, you are not going to talk through this whole movie. No, you know. But at the appropriate points, I need your commentary. And he provided it. Two dudes... Shout out to him. Great job by Shout them. Out Shout out to them. Like, Shout them. Like, them and the rest of the audience, perfect. Yeah. Perfect for this kind of movie. Because right. So, it does leave, leave the interpretation up to people, right? So... I think that some people are frustrated with it because they want to kind of go to a movie and not have to delve into um, what does this mean? What does that mean? Like, what do all the rabbits mean? And Jordan Peele said in the interview one time that rabbits are fucking sociopaths. If you look into the eyes of a rabbit, they look like a crazy person. Mm. And if you put the brain of a rabbit Mm. into a human being, that rabbit will try to fucking kill you. But uh, That's facts. As I I thought about that, as I watched the rabbits, it's like, these rabbits look creepy as fuck. And then it's the entire, like, Alice in Wonderland idea of following the rabbit down the hole and mm-hmm. going into a different world, which I thought... See, that's the kind of shit that seems on the nose to me. I was like, of course, there's a different world no one ever thought about, and then it's rabbits. Yeah, but in the same vein, yeah, actually... But- and then there's a whole... But then there's a whole side of the audience who's like, I didn't understand what the fuck uh, that meant. That's, I was just about to say, like, you're perpetuating the same thing the movie is saying, in that you don't even know this whole, like... To you, this is like, oh, this is capitalism. No, no, obvious. But I, but there are some people who are like, but you see the part where her eyes going big and her voice going deep? That was so scary, buddy. Yes. Niggas. <laughs> no, but then I also, had to, I also thought, but if the movie was better, if you made it better, everyone would enjoy it for entirely different reasons. That's how you know when something is like a really, really great movie, mm. when, there, when there are people who can find their own meaning in it, right, but they all right, agree right. that the movie is good. The people who are frustrated by not understanding us, I think. Um... I'll give you a joke. You, you're telling me it's about capitalism. Eric Michael Dyson was on uh, Breakfast Club. He says it's about black people pulling each other down. So everyone has their own perspective. I think that's when you have a good movie. It, it's all about like the... Um... The idea about one you being your own worst enemy, which is also tied to capitalism, and mm-hmm. and I think a movie that actually had commentary on this uh, from last year was Annihilation, which kind of spoke directly to the idea I agree. that I agree. that you are your own worst enemy and you destroy all of your own happiness and mm-hmm. all the things that you love. You are doing that. There's no one else who is actually stopping you or getting in your way or any kind of undefined they or haters. It's you. So and that's a hard thing for people for, for people to deal with and to come to gra- grasp with. So when you see it in the context of a movie, be like, you look in the mirror and think like, look at this motherfucker fucking my life up, and that motherfucker <laughs> fucking your life up. Life up is you. I think M Night Shyamalan tried to do that in the happening, but it didn't happen. P- part of the bud, like I think he tried. He was like, see, see, see what you've done to nature, guys. And he was like, nigga, it's the trees. Fuck yeah. off. Like, just yeah. cut it out. So spoiler alert for that horrible, horrible movie. By yeah, the way, just, that was so yeah. Cool. So let me ask you, what were the cons for you in the movie? Like, what didn't you like about the movie? Um, 
I gotta say, I did not enjoy the little boy's performance with the Chewbacca mask okay. because his sister was such a good actress, mm. and then Lupita, of course, was a ama- Lupita was amazing in this movie. So she was good. I think like that's a Oscar. Like you got to put it. Yeah, you could because you told John like an Oscar's coming at us. I think she should get nominated for this. Really? I think she should get. But I mean, like Tony Collette didn't get nominated for. Well, she did get nominated. I thought she should have won You're for Hereditary. Fourth person she to say won this. Won for Hereditary, and it didn't make all, sense. All on so, Tumblr, everyone's complaining about Tony Collette not getting this award. Yeah, like she should have got the award. It didn't make sense. Like I think she was nominated. I can't even. No, I don't think she was nominated because I would have voted for her. I think that's the like, problem. On that's my ballot. But but keep in mind the Academy does like horror movies, comic book, comic, comic book movies are just now but turning. They love band. Jordan Peele though. Mm, okay, they love that's Jordan true. Peele. And that's I true. Think, that's true. I think that um, while I liked it, I get why there are people who don't like it. And I think that part of the danger for Jordan Peele is some of the the cons that I'm going to mention is that some of the horror. Um, like I said, I wasn't actually scared. So I, I'm going to watch like more s- sort of a thriller and for your take on social commentary. And I think that when you have a story where you have to have like a lot of exposition in it, mm. which is kind of what was my problem in Get Out. I'm like, oh, this is OK, but it doesn't really make sense. Mm. So that was that was my my issue with it. And like that was my biggest issue by far with this movie and with Get Out. But I think those are things that he can overcome. And I think that the next time that he uh, writes a movie and directs a movie, I think it'll be better than us. And I think it'll be better than Get Out. Because you need the refs to get better. Yeah, I was about and to say, yeah. I think that he's the kind of person... I want him to stop having so many interviews. And stop trying to explain his movies like on his press Just tour. leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Let it and breathe, let it go. Like, just leave, and, leave it to interpretation. And for people who don't like the movie, I just have to say that if The Shining came out mm. in 2019... Mm. And you went to theater to watch it, and you then went on Twitter or on Instagram to see what people's take were. They would not like The Shining. No, they would not think The Shining was scary. They might be like, "Oh, what? what? Why does everyone like?" And they would think Stanley Stanley Kubrick is a hack. So no, I I don't subscribe just because some people don't like the movie to say that this is necessarily bad or because they don't get it. Because people are still having their own interpretations of The Shining to this day. Apartment 23 is a documentary made about all the weird shit that happened during the making of this movie. Right, yeah, And about the place. So that, those are the kind of things that, like, I I can see happening with uh, Jordan Peele's career, and I can see, like, threads of it in Get Out and in Us. I just hope he doesn't go the way of M. Night Shyamalan. I'm, I'm, I really hope he doesn't, because M. Night Shyamalan, I think he... He had a W, then a soft W, and then a fucking, what are we doing? Yeah. And I... He- Hear me out. I loved everything up until the happening. Then I was like, okay, well, fuck this guy. So my point is, I hope I, I, I hope Jordan Peele just maintain a balance. I have to say though, about the happening, did not like the movie, but because that movie existed, we got the fappening. Yeah, we did. We did get the fappening. We did get the fappening. Like, actually, that, that pun was is just amazing. I, and, yeah. yeah. Think I, about it. Yeah. Okay. Worth it. Worth it. That, okay, that's fair. Worth it. That's fair. You, if he ever gets a lifetime achievement award, just get the fappening. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, he's like, it's a lot less violent than was it? <laughs> Seemed like a lot of these incels were inside doing other things. <laughs> You're welcome. How, how, how did uh, how did Mbaku do? Mbaku was great because he was he was, com- good? he was a comic relief of the movie, and I'm not okay. gonna lie, as I watched that. He had a lot of Andrew and him paused. Uh, oh, it's very, it very Andrew-like oh, performance. Let me hear fucking this. Go on. <laughs> the one explained to you when uh, the other family is outside, like the double family, yeah. the doppelgangers are outside. And then he comes inside, and then he's confronting them. 
and his voice gets blacker as he's talking to them like niggas y'all need to get off my lawn <laughs> like I knew I wasn't talking like this for the whole fucking movie but <laughs> that's funny for a lot of reasons <laughs> that's funny for a fucking lot of reasons I know when you was in warehouse and the voice yeah like, exactly it wasn't, it wasn't the radio voice it wasn't the podcast voice it was a whole different attribute code voice. switching you got a fucking like a code switch like a motherfucker, man. That's very I code here. switch every time I get to security in the airport. Oh, nigga, I just went to the warehouse. I was so funny to the warehouse. I went to the warehouse yesterday. They had a little part, a going away party for one of my coworkers. And I was sitting there. I, I literally said to myself, if, if Kari and Nal see me right now, sitting down, drinking Stoli and Orange on a crate. I mean, that's Stoli, though. I enjoy Stoli. Absolutely. Niggas are like smoking weed from like black wooden, and wooden mild. Crate or like a plastic crate? It, uh, wooden. Ah, it was fucking no, wooden. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that's weird. Anyway, anyway, I would think that's very hipster of you. It was very hipster actually, because <laughs> I had on. But I just come from the gym, so I had on. I, I took off my tens. I had on flip flops. My fucking gym pants. Oh bunch. shit! I'm sorry. Just did I you mean, have on flip flops? They had on sandals this entire movie, and I was just watching. See, like, see, this is why I don't trust niggas in sandals. Shout out to my ba- You don't trust. <laughs> you don't trust me. <laughs> Shout out to Mbaku. He understands me. Big niggas like flip flops. Boy, I just want, I want my no, feet to be entire, free. The entire subculture, people <laughs> under the, who lived in the tunnels, they all wore sandals. Sandals was their jam. I gotta watch this movie. You identify with the uh, proletariat. I do identify. We know this. Yeah. We know this. My yeah, whole no, life. I, my I, whole life is a proletariat. I'm saying that this my, is. My this entire is brand is me writing for y'all. And then I think. Like one of the things that um, I don't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. That's fine. Amazing warehouse story. No, no, that's fine. I had no point to that. The, the one of the things that I think, like, it, it just clicked in my head why I enjoyed the movie is that the idea that uh, spoiler. So I'm going to spoil the ending of the movie right now. So if you haven't seen it, stop listening to this part. Mm-hmm. But um, the idea that Lupita Nyong'o was switched at the beginning of the movie as a child. So mm-hmm. the one who we saw throughout the movie was the girl who lived underground. Right. But then she, as she grew up above ground, all of her privileges change. Right. And her whole way that she interacted with the world changed. She didn't remember where she came from. Mm. She became a person from above. And in doing so, she would do anything to survive up there. Anything. Like, so she became like a murderous person throughout the movie and watch people die. And then she would have flickers of where she was remembering her life uh, previously. But I think it just goes to show that sometimes when people get elevated, they completely forget all about the culture and the places mm-hmm. that they come from. Mm-hmm. And then they don't, they never give a fuck or look back for other people. And I think for Jordan Peele to write that, he's the kind of person who, like, he's black, of course, in Hollywood. He's biracial. So, so he's gone through, he, he's gone through seeing himself become more and more successful. Mm-hmm. And then how does he then identify with the community that he kind of left? He's a millionaire now. Mm-hmm. So how does he identify and how does he see other people in that same atmosphere? How did they identify? And I think that influenced what happens with this character. And she finally, like, made it out. And But she's aware now of the world that she came from. And they're, now they're to the surface. And they're kind of taking over. It's it, it's it's a weird duality. I see, I see Jay-Z struggle with it a lot. And I think that's why Jay-Z has those parties where he invites, like, a lot of, like, the underground rappers. I saw he had, like, Nip, Nipsey Hustle and a lot of stuff. I don't Nipsey in underground no more. Not, not, not anymore, but like yeah. Nipsey, Nipsey's a real nigga though. Like you know what I mean. So I, I feel like that's his. Because I'm always shocked that Jay Z is so in tune with like the underground, what's going on in hip hop. Not just up. 
Do you know West Side Gun? Uh, no. Do you know who Conway is? No. Do you know? Were, were they at the party? Do you know? Yes. And that's my point. Ah. And these and these are new rappers from Buffalo who I listen to. Ah. And they like they're huge right now on underground stream. They're huge in the wrestling world. Like it's a whole thing. But J- one of Jay Z's top two songs, Love Last Year, was a West was West Side Gun song. I think that As, I don't think that means that Jay Z is struggling with it. Then I think it's more so that Jay Z is. But he's like, not going to Buffalo. That's my point. He you you like. Uh, fucking we see no. Nas walking around Queens. Jay Z don't go to Marcy. Yeah, but see, even uh, part of the reason where Red Lupito's character who lived on the ground, mm-hmm. who knew about the the world of, of above, part of the reason that she was upset, she's like, "You could have taken me with you, and you didn't." But I feel like Jay Z is taking people with him, and sometimes people like that, like he's taking. I don't think Jay Z takes anybody with him. I disagree. If that, if that were true, I think that what would have happened is that when Jay Z got with Beyonce and they got to this level. Why the fuck are you even fucking with Buffalo? Like, why even do it? What's the point? But see, but my point is, he took who he took his team with him on his way up. But now he's not fucking gonna go find the next nigga to be like, let me help you up. What he's doing is is showing like the fact that he put Westside Gun on that list. Mm-hmm. Westside's career is now about to take fucking off, and these guys are like put like uh, I heard they're on the J Cole tape now. They're gonna be on, I think. Uh, they they working with Kanye now. Like now, it's getting to be a big thing. But I think that to say, well, Jay Z about to go play A and R. Like even with J Cole, it's like hilarious because he's like he don't touch. Like you don't hear him on J Cole albums. Like he don't really like promote. Like Jay Z one of them niggas where like go. Remember that scene in Training Day where they kicked the gun to Denzel Washington? He's like, no, no, you gotta do your own work around here. Mm-hmm. I think that's Jay Z's attitude. Like you gotta fucking you gotta go fucking go do the work. If you do the work and I see you. I'll acknowledge you, but I'm not. Go- I'm not coming up to fucking be like, like this. Like, mm. so that that's my thing. That's why I think he struggles with it because I think mm-hmm. he knows. Like, by I would love to go to Marcy and help, but if I go to Marcy, I can get I can get swarmed. Like, it ain't gonna be the same. Niggas probably out to kill him. But with Jordan Peele, see, I don't know enough about Jordan Peele's past life to really put an indictment on him to be like, I wonder if he's no, struggling with like. But I think that the part of it is that he's putting this in the movie so people can see it and be like. This is what you have to like, kind of watch out for, and you don't know necessarily who the real villains are, like they are, or the people who are other than you are not necessarily villains. When you see them, right. they come from the same circumstances right. as you a lot of the time. So why look down on them? Why not? Why not like put, reach a helping hand out? And speaking of hand, like a, a big theme in the movie was he referenced hands across America, which is what she was watching as a child. And then when she went underground, she took that message with her. To be like, okay, Hands Across America was supposed to be this idea of America coming together to eliminate poverty yeah. in 1986. Mm. 2019, guess fucking what? It exists. It, didn't happen. Yeah. it did not work. Yeah. Like this idea of people being charitable, like they think they're being charitable, like, oh, I'll give like $5 and then this will help mm. end poverty. That shit does not. No. Like it would take more um, proactive action by like the entire community of humans to try to end something like that. And to actually give a fuck. Like, the reason that it didn't work is because people don't give a fuck. People don't give a, yeah. a speech. I, I just read in the, in the Guardian, the Bahamas is the most uh, economically un, un, unequal. Mm-hmm. No, the second most unequal economic Caribbean country right now. Mm-hmm. Like, the difference between broke and rich is, like, there's nothing yeah, in between. The, like, in, the, the income inequality in the it, Bahamas it's is in, it's insane. insane. And... I like when Ricardo said that. I said, "Yeah, this sounds about right." Like, just drive around Nassau and you'll see it. Mm. Just go out west and you'll see it. Like, there's a lot of money in the Bahamas, but I don't necessarily does. think that it goes into the inner city. It doesn't go to the middle of the island. Not until election time. 
Then it goes. Then it fucking goes. Then no, because contracts are on the line. So, so what would you give it? Uh, how would you grade this movie? Um, I like this better than Get Out. I know that that's Get not, Out was so that's that, not a popular opinion. I like this movie better than Get Out. I would give this about. Uh, Wait, how would you grade Get Get Out? Get Out, I would say seven point five, and I'd give this like an eight. Okay. I get I give it like an eight out of ten. Like, and the problems with the movie is what would bring it down for me. I still think Get Out should have won the Oscar that year, though. Really? Yeah, I th- I think they gave it to the fucking fish sex movie. You know why Get Out should have <laughs> won? My reason for Get Out should because we're talking about Get Out. That's true. Because, like that's how that's they true. should do it. Like, that's true. That's why social networking should have won. If you still remember the movie and still talk about it, and it's still in the culture two, three, four years afterwards. That's the movie that should win. You will never rewatch Fish Sex movie. Did you watch it the first time? I watched it, but I was like, I'll never watch this again. Like, whatever. Those movies should never win. It's, it's so funny because we were having this argument inside the Lazarus group about bl- uh, Blueprint versus Black Album. And Ricardo was like, no, Black Album was like, a, a, like an amazing, perfect piece of work. And I said, yeah, but Blueprint changed the culture. Like, Blueprint, it wasn't a... So, and it's so funny, we had the argument, and then a couple of days later, it got put into the... What was it? The Smithsonian or some shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. In whatever, whatever. Library of Congress. Right, and I, and, I, and I said it to Ricardo, I was like, see, this is a part of culture. I think we get out, I agree. Get out, like, now we have the sunken place. Like, everything now is a sunken place. Like, it it shifted the culture. Like, people were like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So, 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 I... Okay, I agree with you on that. Yeah, so I see one. I I enjoyed us. I actually would recommend that people watch it, and even if you watch it and then don't understand it, like look some shit up online and then watch it again. Which is, I think, the best part about this movie is you rewatch it now with the information you have from the first time you watch mm-hmm. it, and from maybe takes that you didn't recognize yourself because even it's shit I missed that I went and read after. And then you watch it again, and then you'd be like, ah, I really appreciate this see, movie now. And I think the jokes will hit even better. See, the beauty of this, the beauty of, of movies like this uh, that I enjoy, and this is what I always say about when, when we do things. If you get mad at me, that's okay. Let's have the conversation. Mm-hmm. If you can't come out of a movie and like be having that conversation for another two weeks, that movie didn't do its job. Yeah, It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be polarizing. It's okay to think this was too well done. Oh, this, oh niggas this and black people that. Perfect. Let's have the conversation. Hey, hey, hey. Captain Marvel. That that movie had nothing. <laughs> that, 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 that movie was a stupid piece of shit ass. Don't don't get me fucking started. That was white okay, nonsense. Switch. Let's switch. Let's switch. Let's switch. <laughs> so we want to switch to because I think us is attempting with the ability um, to be in a rewatchable conversation to be a part of the yeah. monoculture. Netflix, of course, is monoculture, but then sometimes what you choose to watch it. And Netflix is just based by like the subgenre and the things that you fuck with. One of the things that I fuck with, <laughs> Love, Death, and Robots. It has robots and anime in it. Yes, so, Jesus. So, no, we no, so, we can skip no, no, over no, 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 no. it. We can skip over We're not, it. We can skip over it. Hold on. You know why I paused? Because I actually forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> not because I was going no, to skip over no. it. No, that was just that was just subconscious being like, motherfuckers, bad as I talk about this nigga with anime. No. I'm slowly but surely starting to love this shit. Listen, David Fincher, who actually gave Netflix um, House of Cards? Mm. So... I love the idea of watching Love, Death, and Robots. It's an 18-part anthology, all shorts, mm-hmm. and they all have their own different unique messages in it. Mm-hmm. Some are better than the others. And I just like the idea that Netflix allows people to be this creative, yeah. to be like, this is what we're going to do. 
find 18 people or 18 groups of people and have them make their own thing and we'll get it done and then you yep. put it on netflix and it's such a great easy watch and i think that this formula of making something like multiple episodes but very short fits the attention span of 2019 because people are so used to watching shit on youtube because now you get the netflix are you still watching like maybe after you watch four or five of them i have anime commentary oh, about, go, go about ahead yeah, yeah no no First of all, mm-hmm. this was ins- inspired by um, uh, I forgot uh, Motoko. I forgot his name. They hired him to do. Did you watch the Gotham Knight? Yes. The anime. Yes. Okay. That, that if you if you look it up, the Love Death and Robots team said they looked at that and they said, "Holy shit!" Because it was Korean anime, Chinese anime, uh, Japanese anime, and then they had American anime. There is a such thing as American anime. It's just lazy and dumb. It's not as good. It's all digital is not like purists because anime is made in like tall buildings with people like they'll have teams of people just drawing like just drawing the shit out so they'll have one team working on the restaurant scene another team working on that that's it, like if you're an anime purist you can tell the difference what I loved about this was the fact that they used the different types of anime and some of it apparently was motion capture I don't know if you noticed yeah, that yeah. the one with the prostitute I forgot the name yes um, Witness right that was that, that was motion capture mm-hmm. uh, certain parts of it I, I, and so from, a, from an artistic perspective because with a lot of them you knew what was going to happen I was like this is going to end up being where she, where she fucking kills him I, I saw that ending coming but it's the, this quick journey and, it's, and, 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 and this is what I call art this is fucking art oh yeah exactly it's fucking art like i remember watching and being like i know what could happen in every single one of these but i could do this all fucking day we were just kind of talking about like the idea of going out and doing multiple things when this came out on that friday i said "Ah, a (laughs) motherfucker is going to see me or talk to me that i'm just i was just on instagram i'm like Love Death and Robots. Just like posting <laughs> Love Death and Robots shit on it. My favorite one, I think. Um, yes, what well, was your favorite one? I like Zima Blue. I think that was the really good one. With I thought the, it was good with the art robot because I mean mm-hmm. that's when we get to real AI mm-hmm. when the robots are doing art mm-hh. much better than us. Oh, it's, good. it's as, gonna be a wrap, yeah. You know, I'm about to put like blue squares all over NASA, right? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't we? Zima Blue Ten YS. One one time. Hope is a weapon. <laughs> my 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 favorite episode was the one with the um with the th- with the three robots uh after after the apocalypse had happened uh yeah three robots that's that's the name of it that yeah. was my favorite one because it had it had a lot of little hidden gems and it had in the, the humor in it. And right fucking cats fucking cats and then it hit at it hit, it had religion it hit at what AI thinks of us because you know. There's a, oh God, there's a guy you need to follow. It's called IG Planet. I don't know if you've seen these cartoons going around where the guy is like, oh, the box that blows um, the cold hair is upsetting my skin. No, no, another one, no, a better one that he did. It was like, hey, here's a very, here's a very hot beverage for you to drink. Oh, the beverage is scalding. Thank you for this hot beverage that will give me energy. No problem. Enjoy your beverage. Yes, this beverage will give me energy all day. But it's very like, it's very uh, in your face kind of very cold that humor one? that this one is, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm looking it up right now this oh is, this is how we do podcasts <laughs> oh, it's, oh it's so good like just, just, just read anyone like anyone is good no i'm just gonna follow i'm not gonna read it oh like no not read it out loud but i mean like yeah. they're very good there you go so it's and, and, and that's what that's what that reminded me of it was like a commentary on what we do and when you see it when you see it and it's deconstructed mm-hmm. you're like holy shit we really do this like 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 one of the comics said uh i was outside and the and and the star nearest to the earth uh, uh, burned my skin. 
oh, oh, your burn looks amazing. Thank you. The star did all the burning. Uh, I want to burn too. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's what literally what tanning is. That's what tanning is. But like, when you, you know, unpack it, it's like, holy shit. So I think. So that's kind of the vibe that you got from the three robots. That's what I got from the three robots. Like, they, they, they were unpacking who we are. I, I really enjoyed the Xbox reference in that one. I love like, the Xbox. This is your ancestor. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, like, look, fuck no. Look at look how dumb he is. <laughs> it's the Xbox One. But, one. But, but if we go back to our great, great, right. After slavery, grandfather, <laughs> not the slavery guy, because you know he's he's been through enough. But I mean, <laughs> leave that motherfucker alone, dog. But even if you go like past that to like the African nigga, you be like, boy, why are you using the stick like this, boy? Come, let me call you some food. Food? You know what I mean? Like or whatever language oh, you spoke. Wait, wait, you're comparing your Uber Eats. <laughs> The jungle. <laughs> what like, like fucking, I don't know, 900. Great job, Andrew. Yeah, I actually enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I, did it. you like the when yogurt took over the, the world? When the yogurt became sentient? I just like the idea of how stupid that was. That was my shit. Once I yes. got to when the yogurt took over, and it's a six-minute episode, I was like, you got me now. Here's, all right, That's all I want to hear about. The entire time watching Love, Death, and Robots, only because I'm a person where... I, I love the I, I love psychology. So my, my the only thing I say to myself is, what made you fucking think of this? It's so brilliant. This is why I'm, like when I read things or see shit like that, I'm like, boy, what made you think of this? What made you think yogurt? Like how high were you? This is why I think LSD should be fucking <laughs> fucking legal. Let people do LSD. Hey man, we got the Beatles. Summer 2019. I think I'm going on a journey. Fucking invite me, please. I think it's time. But it's got to be a fucking safe space. Safe space. <laughs> like we safe can't space. be. We can't be. Safe fucking... space, of course. Safe space. Safe space. <laughs> we can't safe be space. downtown walking yeah, yeah. No, on LSD. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's how you get in Bahamian WhatsApp, getting like your ass beat. Like, <laughs> I'm not the one who's be on the radio. <laughs> Why the fuck he feeling up this, this pole naked? What the fuck? But oh, you know, guys don't you that don't, you don't know, see it? That Jeremy brother. <laughs> Just. Shout out to Jeremy. Jeremy in itself is a fucking entire conversation about NASA. So, but anyway. Love Death and Robots. That's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, y'all should fuck with that. It's really good. Fuck with it. I Now we have to pivot to Triple Frontier. Which I did not watch. Which you did not watch. And but I feel, just, but please spoil the fuck out of it for me because I don't care about that. that. The I, conservative websites loved it though. I, that and Mule, they've been loving them two movies. I love Triple Frontier. Oh God, this sounds so dumb. It was that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Isaac, who I fuck with. I, actually, I fuck with him heavy. Actually. I actually don't think that there's been a movie where Oscar Isaac showed up and I was like, they could have gotten someone better. Every time Oscar Isaac is cast and Rose, like that's the guy you should have got. I enjoy him. I like him. I like that guy. I enjoy him a lot, actually. So he's he's working in Brazil and mm-hmm. he comes. He finds out where this drug dealer has all of this money and he says, okay, he's ex-military. He goes back to America and mm-hmm. recruits. Um, all of his ex-military buddies to do. Mm. Get the, are you ready? Yeah. One last job. It's always one last job. This is why they I, put their life on the line for the fucking country. This, this They've is, been <laughs> shot five times for the country, and now it's one last job. They're going <laughs> south of the border, so not in America. Right. No, no Americans will be harmed south of the border, so it doesn't count. Right. To rob this drug dealer, kill him because right. he's he's fucking with the Brazilian economy. Kill him. And then return home as heroes, play pay for your daughter's school fees because they show Ben Affleck's daughter. That's right. Uh, your, your Batman shows up. Batman is in this movie. Oh ben Affleck, who has not worked out since he was in Justice oh, he didn't, League. He didn't give a fuck. Ben Affleck just he looks like 
like Big Macs. Mm. That's what he looks like yeah, in this movie. Looks like a piece but, of shit. but he's playing in the military. So I don't even feel like I need to spoil this movie for Oh my god, spoiler. Just no, because all I said is like imagine it's one last job, they're going to rob a drug dealer. Do you think that this is going to end up going well? I watched the trailer and I was like, let me guess, it won't go well. I, it did not, <laughs> but it did they were so precise in their so, it is just my shit. And why I really wanted to bring up Triple Frontier to say that if you had to do one last job and you had to go to fucking, I don't know, Exuma and rob a drug dealer, tell your friends there's $250 million in this house, who, who are the four people you're taking with you? I don't know why you said Exuma, because now it's Exuma has a different energy. <laughs> you want to go to Brazil? Go to Brazil. I don't want to go to Brazil. You know what? Go to Brazil. No, no, no. All right. If I'm going to... No, actually, you know what? Let's, let, all right, let's look at Zuma. The four friends I'm taking, I know this off top. Dakari, Nal, Ye- John, and Ricardo. I want Ricardo to be Overwatch. I don't want Ricardo in danger. Ricardo to be Overwatch. All right, y'all, go here. Go there. We need... see in Triple Frontier, they needed everyone. They needed everyone on the ground. Everyone got to be on the ground? Everyone got to be on the ground. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, Nal, Dakari, John, Ken. We, I, I, we cannot leave without John. Because John is the MacGyver nigga. You want to know? You want to know? <laughs> we need John. Nile, Kale, John, you. Why? No, I get Kale. Why Kale? No, I get Kale. Get I get Kale. I get Kale. Wait till Kale pulls his together today. You see? You see? I'm always a necessary part and everyone's a, like apocalypse plan because I'm the big guy that dies eventually. Like, y'all know I can die, but I can die helping. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Triple Frontier. The big guy dies. I told you! You know who's the big guy? Ben Affleck. Because he's doing dumb shit. Ben Affleck did so much dumb shit in this movie. <laughs> that would be me. Ben Affleck, they go in, they, amazing. They get to the house, they find the money. You know what Ben Affleck does? Uh. He gets greedy. You didn't even want to come on this job, Ben Affleck. That wouldn't be me. He gets greedy and was like, oh, let's get more walls. Whereas Oscar genius Isaac was like, let's get the fuck out of here. We have time. And then Ben Affleck's like, I gave us 15 minutes buffer. We can do this. They got all the money out and then they get to the helicopter. Guess what the problem was, Andrew? What? They took too long. Too much money. Oh, too heavy. Too heavy. How do you solve that? What did he do? How do you solve that? The the, The helicopter crashes. Oh my god, are you Amazing. fucking serious? See, you are going to go home. And I, watch I go, I'm going Frontier. to watch this now. And then, and then you will think about this movie in the context of which one of my four idiot friends is going to be this. I might as well tell you, I'm never the greedy one. I'm the one to be like, did we get, we, we good? All right, it's too heavy. Fuck it, throw sound, a bag off. You I'll, sound very Oscar isaac to me. I'll live with less, no problem. Every time I watch those movies, I was like, all right, it's 500 million. Oh, we can only carry 100 million. That's fine. It's fine. That's fine, beloved. No problem. Let's carry the one. Listen, y'all have my share. Think about this. Let's just live. Think about us like, (laughs) you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. That's my favorite word. Now imagine (laughs) if you just had $50 million and not $100 million. Let me ask you a question. Who do you think would be the liability? In the group? In my group? Kale, me, Nal, and John. Who's the liability? I I know I'm the liability for sure because my fitness wouldn't be up. Well, no, you don't need fitness. You yeah, because they just kind yeah, of went they, through they the house with their scoping, guns, right, fucking yeah. seal team six that shit, which was the most amazing part of the movie when they were doing that. It's probably the best part. The best part. I think Ben Affleck says, like, everyone call out your kills. It was like they were playing a video game, call out your kills. So we know exactly how many people are in the house, how many of the drug dealers okay, yeah. are there. So you, as soon as you know seven, okay, we got five more. The liability of my team is John. Because mm. John ain't gonna die for it. John, John could die for it. Die for John, it. John, 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 like, John could see one hiccup and be like, 
But it doesn't make no sense, but we gotta okay, go back home. That I think, but the liability, John is a liability. That's on your team. That's how you on my team. team. Yeah. I think that the liability on my team is would be Kale, because Kale would just be like, but yeah, I didn't do this. <laughs> At some point when it gets like, when it gets hairy and we're driving in a pickup truck and I'm shooting out the back and Kale is just like shooting at tires. I'm like, why are you shooting at the fucking tires? Shoot them in the head. That's the liability of my team. Uh, uh, it's so and it's so appropriate because Wes I got out the line where he says, "If you ain't willing to kill for me, you can't hold my casket." Listen to me. If you ain't willing to kill for me, you can't hold my casket, son. I just you see how we just went into a deep dive in us and in uh, Love, Death, and Robots and the meaning behind yeah. those things. I love Triple Frontier for the exact opposite reason. No meaning. This is just an action movie with helicopter guns and drugs in South America. The best no, mean, no meaning movie that is doing the best right now, I'm so happy for it, is John Wick. They had no plot. They had nothing to do. John Wick had no real meaning. It's like a dog dead. It's like, all right, well, let's go. Andrew. Have you seen the new trailer for John Wick 3? Amazing. Did you Amazing. see when this motherfucker was on the motorcycle? Yes. With a sword. Yes. And then shooting people in the head. Yes. On both sides of him. For no reason. And then a horse shows up. I think those are the f- the most fun sets to be on. And I think it's be like, all right, um, you know what we should? Wait, everybody, fuck it. Is that a horse? Bring the horse. Bring the horse. Bring the fucking horse. Bring the horse. Hey, we need another. Tell the studios we need $10 million to see they got to ride a horse. And, then someone... and shoot. <laughs> The director has a drink in his hand. He's like, you sure you should be drinking? Yeah, fuck off. I'm an adult. This last movie made $300 million. Sean, Sean, fight the horse. Just fight the horse. Punch it. Punch it in the face. Like when I saw the dog bite the dude's nuts, I was like, yes. That's, I wanted to see that. This is the content I signed up for. When you, listen. There are good movies. There are movies like Us that make you think. The movies that Triple Frontier like this is dumb. But it's movies where you're like, I don't want to go to the movies to think. They was like, all right, what's the what's the? I really think this is how, the way they made John Wick. We have this dude is an amazing gunsman. He's living alone. Da 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 da. Cool. All right, he needs a reason to kill. What's his reason? Uh, dead wife and a dog she gave him and killed the dog. Like Fine, the wife, let's like go. The wife has to be dead. Like that's so fucking Hollywood. Like, yeah. uh, kill the wife. This guy needs some freedom. (laughs) (laughs) I just teased after I watched uh, Into the Spider Verse. I teased an Alexis. I was like, "Boy, you are so kingpin, boy, because you would blow up the world for your fucking wife, for your wife and your son, boy, or your child, or whatever." Which is king, (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) because like because that's kingpin through the Daredevil series up until, and you can't tell me, and you tell me your opinion. You don't think the Daredevil series affected the, the the Spider Verse kingpin? Yes. Yeah, because they did such a good job with Kingpin. The Vanessa shit. The minute he said, I was like, okay, all right, Kingpin is a villain. What's his motivation? I was like, I literally said out loud, watch this be fucking Vanessa. And so sad, so fucking done. Vanessa's been fucking it up for years, boy. Fucking gals. Fucking gals, boy. How did this podcast end with gals? I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Every fucking time. Every fucking time. Time. Okay, I I was gonna end the podcast just by like saying Captain Marvel and going out. No, but no, I just want to I just want to <laughs> ask your opinion that now that um, Disney and Marvel have the Fox <laughs> Book of War, I am so giddy. I like because they about to fall. They, they, they why? <laughs> well, like what? What in their track record would think? I think you know what was is more likely to happen. The ones who people don't like, like Marvel and yeah. and Ant Man and the Wasp, they get put 
all the way to the back yeah. right? and then they get told the same way Scarlett Johansson was being told there's going to be a Black Widow movie they'll be told yeah yeah we can make a movie and then 10 years <laughs> will come and then we'll be there you know why because then they'll be like oh we got to do X-Men we got to redo Age of Apocalypse because um, we didn't like what they did there yep so we got to do, uh, there's a whole a different saga. Annihilus is going to have to come. Doctor Doom, we got to do Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. They're making a fucking Asian superhero movie. Like, they're not our fucking boy anyway. That's what I'm saying. So, like, with all of this now, now that all of Marvel is once again together and DC has never been separated, how do you feel? I like where both, and by the way, I know I crack on Marvel a lot, but we can't survive without Marvel. Like, if, yeah. if, if we're both, if we're both not doing none, well, none it doesn't of, make sense. None of Hollywood or Netflix, none of this shit that's happening. You would not to get to see us in the theater if all of those Marvel movies exactly. make a billion so, dollars. So, and I, we need Infinity War because Infinity War legitimizes them to keep spending money on comic book shit. So, I'm, so I, I bash Marvel for for principle, but like, don't don't, don't mind me with that shit. That being said, um, would you ask me? How, how do you feel about it? DC's future? In this? Oh, I mean, because now um, you guys have James Gunn, and I really, I, I like, love like James Gunn being in. The someone fold, posted though. something about oh, James Gunn's gonna bring Marvel and DC together because he's doing Guardians of the Galaxy and he's doing what? I was like, fuck off. He might. He is doing it. No, but no, no. But I'm oh, saying oh, he might bring, bring, bring people together. together. Oh, that's not gonna happen. But I, I love where what, I love. It gets, it's like, hey, this movie can make three billion dollars. <sighs> These motherfuckers, we could be like, we could split one point five. They, well, see, the reason why it's pissing me off is because there are rumors that there is a. Uh, did you were, were you ever a comic book fan where they did the when they did the what crossover, ifs, yeah, right? The what ifs, and yeah. they're talking about a what if Justice League versus Avengers, and everyone they they they, they like pitched it to like a lot of the actors during the press run. They were like, it would be I, great for they this said podcast. we would fucking love that. <laughs> it would be great for this podcast just for the amount of shit talk. Be like, y'all ready to watch Iron Man beat Superman? <laughs> <laughs> this man with no powers. <laughs> <laughs> this is my with no powers but once you figure out how to put a kryptonite in his blasters and no. Batman would be like I thought of that it, 100% um, I love where DC is going well DC has always shined they're, they're ending Arrow thank god Arrow's on the too long. I think they need to end Flash too no they don't need to end them the episodes the, the, the fucking it's too many episodes I stopped watching Arrow a long time ago just because yeah too many it's 25 episodes. fucking episodes so the last season of Arrow I have to watch Love, Death and Robots I'm not gonna exactly. watch that and like 27 episodes of Arrow. The, the last season of Arrow is going to be 10 episodes. And I was like, perfect. Because we're, we're watching it. Did, did you ever watch Gotham? Yeah. Okay, Gotham. We're, we're on Gotham's last season now. Mm-hmm. This is the best season they've had because they shortened the season. It's 10 episodes. So now it's compact. It's perfect. So I'm glad Arrow's ending. Batwoman, we'll see how that does. But DC is making... Doom Patrol is perfect. You're going to love Doom Patrol. It's... Doom Patrol is a breath of fresh you know air. I'm going to go download this and it's, watch it right it's now. It's a breath of fucking fresh air because it's, know, it's, it's nothing you think it's going to be. So I was watch, I was listening to the Business War podcast where they did the Marvel and DC breakdown. Mm-hmm. It's a great podcast. You guys should listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were talking about just coming up with Doom Patrol versus X-Men and which one was first. And, and who came yeah. up with the idea? First, yeah. like, how is there both guys in a wheelchair and then they're both outcasts and all these different things and... Doom Patrol, I, just, Doom Patrol is darker X-Men. Right. So they, they would talk about like when Kirby came up versus when Stan Lee came mm. up with this kind of stuff. And I actually did not know what the fuck you were talking about, mm. about Doom Patrol. I thought this was one of your RuPaul drag race oh, things. fuck off. And Very then, good show, by the way. <laughs> <and> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I listened to that podcast like, 
Doom Patrol's like, oh, there's some superhero mm-hmm. shit Super Andrew's shit. talking about. Yeah, no, um, everyone's comparing it to Umbrella Academy, but they're saying, but they're saying Doom Patrol got it right. Because Umbrella Academy was very good, but you saw the tropes. You know what's going to happen. You saw the do sex mark and a shit. You know what's going to come to Yeah, I actually did. And I kind of yeah. got like bored. And at one point in Umbrella Academy, it's like, this episode really had to be 59 minutes. Exactly. Like but, this, you're not Game of Thrones. But Doom, Doom Patrol's like, oh my God, it's so good. And, and, and you know why it's good? You don't know what the fuck they're doing. If, if, if you show I don't me, know the story, so that'll be great. I don't know the story. So I, I'm gonna I don't know the fuck's like, going on. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> because with Titans, you attach your childhood with Dick Grayson. You attach the Teen Titans. So you're there sitting there like, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen now. But with Doom Patrol, you have no idea what's going to happen. He about to fuck Starfire. You knew he that was coming. Fuck, he about to fuck Starfire. Titans was very good, by the way. Was, I love was, Titans. I, that shit is amazing. Oh, my God, it was good. Oh, she's in, she's in Us, by the way. She is. Starfire's in us. She's gorgeous, bro. She's fine. She's fucking fuck. breathtaking. Lupita also is fine as gorgeous. fuck in this movie. Gorgeous girl. I always thought Lupita was fine, though. Like, when you watch this, you, like, you actually will not be able to look away from her skin in the movie because it's on a big screen and it's an IMAX. You're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? How does that Lupita, look? How does shit look perfect like that? Lupita is who a certain person thinks that she looks like, and I'm like, no, you don't. But that's either here or not there. D- DC on TV is doing very well. I loved Aquaman. Wonder Woman did well because of gals. That's fine. And blah, blah, blah. I loved Aquaman. Aquaman actually made me cry. It was very, very good. We're going to see how Shazam... I think Shazam's going to surprise people. I think it's going to be good. I, I think it's actually... But I think it's going to be a very good, safe movie, which is what DC needed. Moving forward, I'm a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous for, for Joker. I'm a bit nervous for Sirens, uh, the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Uh, with Marvel... Oh, Harley Quinn movie is the only one I'm nervous about. I'm I very think nervous Joker about will that. be good. I think Shazam is going to be good. And then Joker, now, I'm nervous for. Now with No Snyder, I think Suicide Squad is going to be amazing. You guys are going to do great. I got to say. Anyway. I think DC might. <laughs> I think Marvel knew that at some point DC is going to get it right. And right. When they get I, it right, I, I think they so will too. not be able to compete. So that's why they said we have to make this Fox deal happen. Like they, we need the entire universe together to compete with what's about to happen mm-hmm. once they start getting it Roll and they get it good because you're wearing a Green Latin shirt. Yep. One of my favorite superheroes. Mm. They ever get a Green Latin movie right, I'm I'm just going to convert. Yeah. And I'm just going to be like, oh, it's over. Oh, no, this shit was dumb. And they fired the Warner Brothers president. They fired him. And and like one, one guy in the comments is like, oh, well, why did they fire him? And they were like, uh, he's the one who asked for the reshoots. He's the one who cut up the Snyder movies. He's, I was like, oh, my God, f- kill that nigga. Because like, he's the one who, who soiled Snyder's name, so I was glad they got rid of him. Yeah, that's, of that's Mar- what did it. In terms of Marvel, though, fuck you. In terms of Marvel, though, I'm oh, very, very nervous about what's gonna happen after Infinity Wars. I don't know what the fucking plan is. Oh, I know. That's easy. Wh- where they going from here? After Certain Infinity characters are gonna die. Like Captain America's done. Okay, there's a but they could go down <laughs> to Civil War two and because Civil War one was shit to me. The movie, not the. I hated it. I hated, I hated it. it. Yeah. That was awful. But if they do Civil War two properly. Where now get ready for this. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is the villain. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing movie. Black Superman. That's an amazing okay. movie. Okay, if, I'll like, watch that. She's the villain. <clears throat> she causes the Hulk to get killed um, by um, what's his name, Hawkeye. Tony Stark freaks out on her. Captain America dies. Miles Morales is in it. Civil War Two is an amazing story. And then they have all of their other villains they could do. Miles Morales in Civil War Two? Yeah. They I could don't do, know that. They could do um, the Annihilus storyline. They could do some <sighs> X-Men shit. They could have X-Men versus Avengers again. Which is what I wanted. 
Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. They'll be fine. Oh, by the way, there's an. Uh, I I know you don't know this. There's an amazing movie coming out in June that you have to watch. It's uh, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's animated. I saw. I saw the. Trailer I thought for it was, this. when when Ricardo opened the group, I was like, "Why are you putting this fuck inside here?" Then it, I watched the it trailer, works. Works. and I was like, "Oh, this works. It works. I like, this actually kind of works. It works. I don't know why it works, but it instead works. Instead of instead of one ninja, now you have five ninjas. You're like, like, wait, wait, that's right. Batman's a fucking ninja. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. So I was like, like, okay. like, he just has a cape. If all ninjas wore capes, we would never forget that. And lastly, I'm very, very, very excited about the Matt Reeves Batman because he's going to tell. He he hinted uh, yesterday, actually, he may tell the Jason Todd story. Jason, if they tell the Jason Todd fucking under the Red Hood story, I'm sorry. The sky is the fucking limit. Who do you want as your new Batman? People are saying Army Hammer. I don't get why they like Army Hammer. I'm not a fan. He's tweet too much. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of Army Hammer. Um, I don't know. I actually, I have no I idea. Don't know. I was just wanting to see if you know because I don't know. Like, just hearing how Tony Stark was cast as Iron Man, which Perfect. basically changed everything. Perfect. I think you have to find like not Tony Stark cast as Iron Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know like, what you meant. <laughs> how you have to find a Robert Downey Robert Downey Jr. Do level of person to cast as Batman to bring this back now. I didn't think Ben Affleck was bad, you know. I didn't think he was bad either. Because that warehouse he... scene, and I was just telling Ricardo and Lazarus, that warehouse fight scene changed everything about fight choreography for DC. He could do it. So he, he can do it, but I, but I, I just don't think he wants to do it because all that backlash, all that keeping in shape. But uh, yeah, and I, I, I think, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Actually, I don't think you could bring Christian Bale and his Batman voice back. I don't think you could do that. People are calling out your boy Oscar Isaacs. They're saying they they they, they want him to do it. I think he's too fun, though. Wait. I think he's too fun. Oscar. Have you seen this man's eyes? Fun. Watch Annihilation again and watch the sadness. <laughs> he has sadness I think in he's his too eyes. too fun. I don't know who... Oh, See, you're thinking about smiling Oscar Isaac, which is a good Oscar Isaac. That's a good Oscar like, Isaac. They brighten up a rum. He's a good time. They brighten Pause. up a rum. He looks like a fun person to hang out with. But then he can switch to sad Oscar Isaac. You know what? I'm in. This is our mm. campaign now. This is our campaign. This is what we do. You know, I, w- I want to save you guys. I want to save you guys. You know who I think actually would have been a good a good one if he wasn't just known for being a skinny nigga? DiCaprio. I Dica- just... DiCaprio could put on the muscle. Have you seen the, the new trailer with him and Brad Pitt? That looks like, amazing. That looks way. amazing. That looks and fucking amazing. He could put on the weight. He, easy. Now, he just doesn't want to do now, He doesn't want to do superhero. Un- unpopular opinion. And I always said this, but now I'm backpedaling because he's getting older. Liv Shriver. Live, live whatever Shriver. The, live Shriver I like him he, yes. he has the face of a nigga who's broken yes he's the face of a nigga who's just tired of, of all your bullshit tired Batman we, Batman has been too energetic now we need ti- again we need tired again. yeah <laughs> again Christian, how, how many times are you gonna try this Christian Bale was too like he was too efficient alright Alfred Liv we're Shriver gonna do looks this annoyed already <laughs> No, but Ben Affleck did do a good job he of looking at Noah. He did a good job. I... He did a good... Like, the looks he used to give Alfred was like, boy, what the fuck you want, boy? There's even a 1% chance. <laughs> yeah. There must be a 1000 Like, wow. Did they augment that sound to make that I sound? I don't know, but that was great. That I, was was like, great. He, I remember watching that clip before the movie came out. I was like, this movie could be perfect. It over. Done. It over. You messaged me out. like, it over. <laughs> okay, last thing. Last thing. We mm-hmm. have to talk about Thrones, of course, because Thrones is coming oh, up. Oh, absolutely. We're less than a month away. Um, a boy. A scary. Scary hours. It's getting spooky. Sansa at a basketball game, just drinking wine. It over. 
Queen. A, I mean, call out to Cersei. Queen of the North. Call out, call out to Cersei. You can't tell me she didn't do that as, as, as like a slight. You, you, you can't tell me she said, Agent, hey, go to the Jumbotron, tell them, let me chug this wine. Oh, oh, I love the fact that they said, send it. Oh, is that what they call it? She send it? Oh, she sent the dab? Yeah. Oh, I was like, she but she said, did it. I was like, oh, shit, look at Sansa five years late. That's what I was about to say. Like, he's still Like, when I saw it on House of Highlights and all these places, like, ah, Dabbing's still a thing. Dabbing's still a thing. Got a little turned on. Won't lie to you. Like, granted. A quarter pitch. Quarter pitch. Granted, I was like, okay, it's wine. Calm the fuck down. It's not like she chugged a thing of scotch. You know what I mean? It's like, calm down, Sansa. Oh, fuck, she actually did win. I'm saying. So, I have. I posted on my Instagram where I want everyone to send me their theories, and I'm going to put it up on the yeah, It's all the Andrew's dumb theories. Thanks Andrew, for that. Andrew's dumb theories. Yeah. Andrew's dumb theories. Appreciate it. Um, Appreciate it. Fr- friendship. Some, <laughs> some of your friends came in my inbox and was like, Andrew's right. And I said, first of all, fuck you and get up oh, my DMs. Oh. <laughs> She's a writer. <laughs> She's a writer. <laughs> fuck you and get up my DMs. <laughs> I actually said that. I saw what you did. <laughs> He's a fucking asshole. I'm not wrong, though. And then um, the pink ones will be all of the Cersei's dead theories, and I'll like cluster them in the corner. Because I got a lot of messages about that, about people saying that they're going to claim that Cersei's going to be dead, and a lot of Arya killed Cersei theories. Um, which, listen, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> when you start something off by saying I'm fine you're not fine <laughs> <laughs> I'm preparing myself it's gonna happen I'm gonna um, message Dia and be like yo um, so Cersei's gonna die can you do a Cersei mural on the trap house um, right next to Ape Don't oh, Kill Ape oh we have to oh no that's fast we have to do that to commemorate we gotta do that. when she dies we gotta do that we're going with the short haircut Cersei because that's the one I acknowledge the only queen I acknowledge uh, depending on the way this ends, I, I actually said to someone. Uh, so yeah, me. send me your send me your theories. Yes, yeah, so your hot So I can sit a, put them on the board, and then we'll have a prize for the person who has correct theories. And like, don't like, don't get fucking twisted. Like, no, this ain't, this ain't, I'm not Andrew's employer. Oh. <laughs> the prize, <laughs> the prize will be fucking nothing. <laughs> you will get like some shirts, some hats, some mugs, <laughs> some, some alcohol. We'll give you that kind of shit. You oh, know? and by the way, if we invite I'll pay you, for your food at some point. Are we talking about uh, our little? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about it because uh, we're getting this motherfucking catered. I talked to the caterer actually today. I oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be here for an event that's catered. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, depending on the way, fuck you. The way, the way, depending on the way Game of Thrones ends, I may or may not get killed. The boy tattooed on me. It depends on how it ends. That's why I haven't gotten the Wu Tang tattoo yet. Because I'm like, let me see this. Because I don't want to be like, where I tattoo Wu Tang on me. They be like, hey, you know what? Some Nazis aren't bad. They be like, fuck. So you know what? That's a real <laughs> thing that could happen. That that's why I never did it. I oh, was like, know, I know what could happen because you saw the Daniel Caesar thing. Yes, exactly. Like, like, that's a little gay. Rooting for you. I I wanted to be like, I ain't even hear this nigga sing no more. De- that's so dumb. De- they say, oh, well, you know, black people are a little sensitive. Oh, did, oh, did you see what happened before the Daniel Caesar thing? Oh, uh, with the Dave Chappelle thing. We so talked I'm like, about it in the last what, what do you mean, black people are sensitive? You were just sensitive. You, you just got upset at a comedian, my nigga. You're blonde with a gap tooth. Shut the fuck up. You got upset about a comedian being a comedian and calling you gay, which isn't offensive, but you thought that was offensive. You got upset at the greatest comedian alive calling you gay. Like, oh, you saw, you, you don't you don't agree with that? No, no, no. Oh, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was just nodding oh, okay. in agreement. But, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had no counterpoint to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, but but depending on the way Game of Thrones ends, I'm gonna I may or may not get to kill the boy because I don't want it to twist where John does some shit where like him and Cersei get married and I have killed the boy on you know like fuck this nigga. So we'll see the way it ends. That would be the best. That would be amazing. The way. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if you and kill Daddy and like this whole time I've been fucking Cersei. And then okay, <laughs> give me a minute. I need a minute. <laughs> Think about it. Think, think about it. Oh shit! I get my side hurt. Think about okay, it. So listen to this. Listen to this. So him and Cersei are together raising Daenerys' baby, and they have all the dragons, and then they defeat I- the world, and then he teaches Cersei how to be a good caring person and she's like this is feelings like the last episode like like they kill her in like the the, the, the ninth oh, sorry the fifth episode then the sixth episode is literally just them raising the kid the sun is up it's shining the kid's running in a pasture Cersei's in, Cersei's in a meadow Cersei's like come here bitch no no remember use your use your love words Hi. come here child come here sweet child there you go. And it ends with like a rainbow. Like, wait. Oh, that would be an hour of people like wanting to murder everything. <laughs> I would be so happy. I'd be so, I would be like, see, I told you I was right. I would, and every decision Cersei made was correct. And y'all are just dumb. I'm sorry. Y'all are just dumb. And Cersei's been right this oh, whole time. And by the, the way, worst planner. And by the way, Jamie's still the hand of the king. Jamie doesn't die. But Jamie hears John and Cersei fucking. And it's good fucking. Like, 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 Jamie. It's not like the funeral rape right. fucking. So, like, it's not like fucking in a tower, <laughs> then you kill a boy or try to kill a boy fucking. Like, I you know John is still that nigga to be like, uh, Jamie, uh, Sir Jamie, bring me a million rose petals. Do it from, from, she walks into our bedroom. I want to surprise her. He naked with like a rose in his mouth. Prepare it. Wash me down in oils so I could fuck your sister. That would be amazing. That's the way Game of Thrones should end. John and Cersei fucking. I need to write some Game of Thrones fan fiction. Fire and ice. Fi- fire and ice was John being fire and Cersei's cold heart. And he had to learn to melt her heart. Okay, I'm done. It over. This has been the I Need a Minute podcast. Why I this Seniors Network. I'll stay over. That would be amazing.